0: 30-minute reviews, Beware of Spoilers, and Exploring Hyperspace Lanes are all available ad-free. But if you want to support the show, you can go to bewareofspoilers.com and click the support button that's available on the Spotify website. Thank you. Good evening, and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam on this Thursday Thursday evening. Wow, it's been a while since we did a Thursday night movie. well um, yeah, lot to go with busy. We, I mean, during, during football season, Thursday night, it's a little iffy for me. But, you know, here we are. Um, Now, I went into Argyle with very low expectations because I had seen the trailer, um, more times than I've seen anything over the last six months, um, and it's the kind of thing where I was, like, I was going into this expecting to see the trailer for Dune Part 2 on a Dolby screen and be like, alright, well, at least I spent the two and a half hours here, but I got to see the Dune trailer, so it's worth it. Um, that... I was surprised that I liked this movie as much as I did. Now, look, I'm not saying the movie's good. Like, it's one of those things where, like, there's a difference between liking something and and finding enjoyment in something and, and saying it's good. Like, I find enjoyment in, um, like, what's the example I always use? Revenge of the Sith, I think, is the example I always use. I will sit down and I will watch Revenge of the Sith. If it's on TV and I have nothing else to watch and it's playing on uh, TNT or TBS or whatever, I will put on Revenge of the Sith, no matter where it is in that movie, and I will turn it on and I will find some enjoyment in that movie the entire way. For the most part, I found some enjoyment most of the way through this movie. It's a little overlong. Plot's a little over-complex, and if you sit there and think about it too long, it makes zero sense. As long as you don't think about the movie you're watching, this is a great shut-off-your-brain movie, because it's like, well, like, why couldn't she have just, like, by the time you think the end and you got um, Catherine O'Hara doing this thing to, and, and spoilers for anyone out there, I mean, the title is Beware of Spoilers, and if you're listening to this, I assume you want Argyle somewhat spoiled for you, but like, you know, the- One of the things that really got me was when they, uh, what's it called, like, got me as in, like, whoa, I was not expecting that, uh, was the reveal that her parents weren't really her parents, that was something I was not expecting. Like, for it to be, like, the one-two punch of the reveal that Brian Cranston's her father, and then the reveal, like, oh, no, he's not really her father, she just thinks he's her father, like, that whole thing is just so well handled in that part of the movie, um. And, and, and it is kind of entertaining. There's enough entertaining part. of the action sequences. Some of them go on a little too long. And it wasn't until about halfway through the movie that I was like, oh, this movie's not rated R. This is PG-13. It's a little that, That's a little weird. Um, I, I, I don't think this is as bad as The King's Man. Um, I don't think this is... Like, I did not like The King's Man at all. You know, having seen it again. I think I was a little bit higher on it when I first saw it. But... Since then I've been a little bit like eh, I don't know. But either way, it's like I, I I'm watching this movie and I'm enjoying you know the entertaining parts of it. Like Sam Rockwell is always is a treasure as a human being, he's a treasure. And and it doesn't matter what he is, who he's playing, or in what movie, he's always fun to watch. And he's doing he he's Sam Rockwell being Sam Rockwell, and he does that so fantastically. That it's it's like all right, I will I will ride with these characters, and and, and have fun with it. Um, and again, the plot's a little too complex. Like okay, so they so like they, this woman who was going after the the bullet that had the the the, the secret file in it. Like they decided to do a psy op while she's in a coma. O- okay, sure, I guess. Like there's a lot of. Questionable decisions that, like, almost, like, I don't know if we need all of this, and then, like, we get through the movie, and, you know, as we don't know how much she knows, like, the audience is kind of kept in the dark, too, but it's not really executed in the best way, um, the, the ice skating fight at the end is probably the part of the movie where I was like, alright, let's just get this over with, especially considering, like, again, not someone who's, like, you gotta show blood and gore, and I think this is a similar conversation we had when we talked about Uncharted where it's like, you, you you can't say we're gonna do a knife fight in a PG-13 movie because the stabbing doesn't work, it doesn't translate, like, if you can't show blood. Like, that that's the big thing, is that it's like, you can't have a movie be this over-violent and not have the gore to go with it, I think. Um, but it is one of those things where it's like, I, I don't know what the you know, what the alternative is. I'm not entirely sure why the movie couldn't have been rated R. Um, and the thing is, too, is as I'm watching, I'm like, alright, this is a little ridiculous. Some of the effects are terrible. Some like, But there's enough things to enjoy. And I think that, that the first, like, ten minutes kind of soured me, soured me a little bit. Um, but I guess, like, the ending kind of threw me for a loop, and not in a good way, and I think it's part of the problem, where it's like, okay, so... It ends with this guy who looks just like Argyle showing up in the what's it called, showing up at the at the book signing. And by the way, that was something else that it's a small thing, it's a nitpicky thing. But the fourth book is the one she's releasing in the beginning. She's working on the fifth book. The fourth book ends with capturing and finding out that the 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 organization that they work for, the directorate, is actually the bad guy. And that's the big reveal at the end of the fourth book. So, this idea that, like, oh, okay, so that's all kind of happening. Like, that's something that is, you know, you know, kind of big to end the fourth book on. Why is she doing the reading at the launch party, reading the last chapter of the book to the, to the people who showed up? Why, why is that the chapter you're choosing? Like, I'm sorry, but, like... If, if I'm going to the, to the author's, like, big launch party for her book, I'm like, oh, cool, so now I have no reason to really read this, because I know how it ends, like, I, I don't know things where it's like, why would you read the ending of the book, why would that be where you, whatever, it is what it is, but when she goes to the, at the end of the movie, it's the, the launch party for the last book, and she goes, and she's reading out, you know again, the last chapter of the last book, and I'm like, again, you're reading the last chapter, what the fuck are you doing, and this guy stands up, at Henry Cavill, and she's like, and, and he says, like, you probably, you know, I don't have a question for you, but you probably have some questions for me, and you're like, oh, all right, that's a nice little comedic beat to go out on, all right, cool, so then we get to the post credit scene, which I think is meant to imply that this is in the same universe as the Kingsman movies, and I'm just like, okay, which makes the decision to make this PG-13 all the more baffling, because I'm like, why, like, those movies are rated hard R, like, why, why was this one PG-13, and, and the moment that made me realize is that we got one fuck in the movie, and I'm like, oh, shit, okay, we only got the one, like, that's, like, that's weird, like, this guy is right up my ass, and he got a giant-ass truck with these giant, like, helicopter lights, like, what the fuck is he doing, um, but either way, so, I mean, there's enough inju- there's enough to be fun to be had with this movie that makes it worth watching. Like, and and one of the things early on I was thinking was like, had this movie come out on Apple TV Plus and had it been a streaming exclusive movie, I feel like I would have been higher on it than I am seeing it as a theatrical movie. And and that feels weird because I've always been one for like I want parody between my the quality of movie that I'm watching on streaming versus watching in a theater. Um, but then you see things like Heart of Stone. You see things like. The Gray Man, you see things like... The fuck was that other one with, uh, with... Wasn't that also Ryan Reynolds? I forgot what the fuck it was called. Um, uh, Ghosted with Chris Evans and Anna Armus. Like, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like... You 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 go into these with such low expectations that, like, I think had, like... It getting a theatrical release, inherent and a wide theatrical release is designed to inspire confidence in the movie. I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be, you know, good. Like, this is going to be very high quality, this movie, because they're putting the money in to give it a wide theatrical release. A streaming thing, I tend to think the other way. And be like, okay, they're dumping it out on streaming, it's probably not going to be as good, we'll watch it on streaming eventually, and we'll get to it, and we'll talk about it. The issue I, like, and with this... I was like, had this just come out on Apple TV Plus and I watched it, I'd be like, bravo. This is one of the better streaming movies that we've seen since the streaming wars have really taken off in the way they have. Like, good for them. They nailed it. But I think that, like, for a theatrical movie, especially if you're watching it in a premium screen like I am. Like, well, not I am. Like, I was. I saw this on a Dolby screen. Like, in that case, this is not a movie that is really designed to... Like it doesn't feel like it was designed to be viewed on the, on the highest quality screen possible because a lot of the effects being bad are highlighted by how big the screen is and how high the quality is of the, the picture otherwise. So, like, the opening sequence when, they, when they're when they chasing through the there are points there where it's like, oh, that's clearly not Henry Cavill, that's clearly CGI. And look, I get it. You're not going to put Henry Cavill in actual jeopardy when you can use CGI. I totally get why you would do that. And then there's also the added thing of stunt people are union. Um, um, VFX people aren't, so you use the VFX people because you can pay them less to to get the same effect. I get it. I, I, I understand the math. I understand the logic. I disagree with the logic, but I understand what the logic is. You can still make it look good. And I think that if I was watching this on my TV or on my phone. And I was streaming it and it didn't look as good. Because there's an there's an inherent loss of quality when you when you watch something on streaming. And it's just because, you know, when you're streaming video, you're going to have some loss from the, you know, from, from the internet. Like, the internet's going to, you know, not be perfect. So, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so we have all of these things kind of happening. So... Ooh, is it clearly that this movie was designed for streaming? Kinda, yeah. Um, so we're gonna take that into consideration for our rating because I think that had this movie gotten exclusively a wider theatrical release and it wasn't like okay, we're gonna dump it out on Apple TV Plus in a few months after anyway, and that's how we think most people are gonna watch it, it kind of falls into a weird place of like, could the could the effects have been better? Yeah. Would they look better on your TV screen? Probably. So, I think this is a solid wait-for-streaming movie. But, I think this falls into a category of wait-for-streaming, but I think it's worth, if you don't have Apple TV+, Plus, getting Apple TV+, Plus and watching this. Or, if you're going to do what some people do, and wait for a bunch of stuff to pile up, and then watch it all at once when you have your one month that you're going to pay for. This is something that I would very highly recommend you watch on Apple TV. Because, like, if you're going to wait until, like, Napoleon's out, and you already have Killers at a Flower Moon... And you have that month and Tetris is out, like throw this on too. Like this is definitely worth it. I don't know if I would say go out and see it in a you know, in a in a movie theater. And again, I feel weird in the situation because I I'm privileged to live in an area that has a 17 screen theater. So we get the smaller releases, we get all of the other stuff. And Argyle is the major release this week. So like I guess if you want to go to a movie, it's not the worst movie you can see. I have seen worse movies in the theater in the last six months. I've seen worse movies on streaming in the last six months. And I've found enough to enjoy this movie where it's like, you know what? Like, there are enough funny moments in here where I look back on the time that I just spent watching the movie where I'm not like, that was a complete waste of my time. And I've had that happen where I've walked out of a movie being like, this is a complete waste of time. Why are we, you know, why this you know, get handled the way it did. But to that end, I would say this is a solid three-star movie. Uh, Three to four-star movie. Um, and I think that Matthew Vaughn is a little held back by the, what's it called? Oh, cool. And you're right in front of me. Um, Matthew Vaughn is definitely held back by the PG-13 rating. Um, he definitely could have, you know, done more to, you know, to you know, if he had the full R, and I feel like that would have helped the movie a little bit, um, but, like, goddamn, there's a, there's there's one sequence toward the end where I'm just like, it goes on way too long, it's the whole ice skating fight, and the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, number one, if the goal here is to fight without doing something that will generate sparks, then I don't think that, you know, like, ice skating on knives across oil is the way to do it, number one. Number two, I don't think that that's how friction works. I don't think if you put knives on your shoes like that, you can just skate on oil. I, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that that's not how that works. Um, but regardless, you know, it is what it is. It, it gets on way too long. Um, it was at that point that I'm like, this is, this is just too much. This is just too much. Um and then the, the final thing with the, with the, co- like, and that was the thing too that bothered me too, was the, the code the, the Winter Soldier code that she had to turn her into a sleeper agent it's like, why did you do that then and not earlier in the movie like, why did you wait until the last possible second to do that when you, you had other options earlier, like it, it, it's, it's just kind of silly to me um but yeah, we'll wrap up with that for today. I think tomorrow morning we're going to do Masters of the Universe, colon, Revolution. And we're going to talk about, uh, that. Then we're going to talk about, I think we have another movie tomorrow evening, but i got to look at my schedule. Uh, and either way, we'll announce it tomorrow morning, if there is. If not, we will see. Um, what else have we got? Um, in the near future, we have Madam Web. And we have, um, Bob Marley, colon, or no, no colon, Bob Marley, One Love, Uh, there's another movie in the near future, too, uh, coming out. What the fuck was it? I don't remember. Um, but yeah, so we got, we got all of that coming out. Uh, and until our next episode, this guy in front of me in the fucking sports car is the exact reason why we need to have speed limiters. Um, until then, have a great rest of your week.